The Chosen is the first ever multi-season television series about the life of Jesus the Christ and the followers he chose. This is an independent account of that TV series brought to you by the Tally.life. Welcome to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. Welcome to episode three of the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. It's your humble host, your old mate, DJ Payne, and on the other end of the uh, of the line with me, all the way from uh, Central Coast, New South Wales, it's Ev, aka the Prophet. Welcome, mate. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I am excited to get into <laughs> it, bro. I've got, I've got, to, I've got to get some, uh, you know, like applause sound effects or something there for when you walk into the room. <laughs> Oh, uh, now, um, he, now here we are. We, this this episode, our third episode together, is all about um, the second. This is where it's going to get confusing. Our, our third episode of the unofficial chosen broadcast is all about the second episode of the chosen television series called Shabbat, otherwise known as Sabbath. Uh, you know, and depending on uh, what tradition you are these days. Could be called Saturday or Sunday, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. There, we'll, we'll get into we'll get into our thoughts about that. And again, welcome to anybody who's listening for the first time. Uh, I'm I'm a guy who's watched uh, the 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 chosen series multiple times through. I love it. I've watched it and watched it and watched it. And Ev here is our uh, guinea pig who has never seen it before and is watching it for the first time through. And and I am using all of my power to one. Not binge, <laughs> and two to avoid updates, spoilers, it, social yes. media stuff. It's uh, it's hard to avoid both of those things, man. You're doing you're doing well now. Last time we talked, you you talked about how not only has this show, uh, you know, created um, a great interest for you with the chosen, but it's actually given you a wonderful dynamic of date night with your wife Hannah. Uh, you know, on a Monday night sitting down together, watch is is that tradition holding? That tradition held strong. Last night, Monday night, boom. Love it. We put it aside. The yep. Chosen was on. I had a solo yes. taco party on the floor. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> you had your own You had your own Shabbat feast on the floor there Bro, for yourself. I felt like, you know, Homer Simpson's got his set up on the couch and he's like reaching in all directions. <laughs> it was like, I mean, I had all the elements spread out. Bro, I was living the dream. Oh, dude. <laughs> Are we talking? What feelings did you have? We got to we got to find out. Okay, let's let's do it. I did a very long, slow cooked beef short rib with some well some done. spiciness and some uh, some yep. grilled uh, chicken, kind of just classic, you know, South American style. Those are my feelings, Beautiful. and then everything else around it. Come on. Yeah, 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 all the all the all the other extras you've got to put on top. Yeah. All right, now uh, let's let's get into it. Now we've got to say right at the beginning, if there is any background noise for you there at home where you're recording, you do have a sick little one at home. I do, I do. My my youngest has got the old, you know, after lockdown, go back to uh, daycare. Second day in, of course, toddler cold <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, it's fine. We, let's let's just get back to being stuck at home. Back to normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, listen, we we want to try to we want to try to touch on a little bit of chosen news at the top of the show, and because there is so much chosen news, I've got to be careful because you watching it through the f first time through some of the chosen news, I've got to be careful because I don't want to step on your toes and actually create any spoilers for you. Don't tell me the main character dies. <laughs> no, no. Don't. Quiet, 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 guys. We don't want to spoil it for anybody else. So one one thing that I, I, I thought was, thought is interesting, and I think we might have briefly mentioned it, is that they have snuck out um, under the cover of darkness. Somehow the team behind The Chosen have got together and filmed an all-new episode, a standalone episode that has sort of bridges the gap between season two and season three, and it's a Christmas special called The Messenger. It actually stars a new character, uh, someone, and again, I'm, I'm spoiling it for myself as I'm spoiling it for you as well, Ev. It's, it's all around Luke telling the story. Nice. Mary gives Luke the expanded story of Christmas. Come on. 
Uh, yeah, so it looks it looks really interesting. So it's got characters that we've seen before, people that have that have that have, that have acted in it before. But it's a full length episode, and it's going to in America on de, on December the first and second. It's going to cinemas first Jeez. around America, and then coming to the thing. Now here's here's the thing: when they announce it, when our good friend. And I've got to give you ready. I've got to cue you up to do this. When our good friend Dallas Jenkins, Dallas Jenkins, come on. <laughs> Sometimes saxophone player Dallas Dallas Lawrence <laughs> Jenkins. Um, uh, when he announced this, he did a whole lot of announcing, and they announced that the tickets were going on sale. The the tickets sale it's because it's in this new type of system i don't know if you've noticed it in cinemas near you every now and then cinemas you know around around the world are doing um one-off live shows or a one-off event or different things like that so that's what they've done they've done this type of thing the people organizing it and the agency who are doing it all have have announced everything is sold out and it was the fastest selling event they've ever had nice i think there's one request we've got to put in and that is We've got to get them to bring this episode to cinemas in Australia as well. Right. Come on. <laughs> I'd love to, I'd love to be taking the family to the Christmas special, uh, you know, to the theatres there Bro, and up, watching up here, it. Uh, on the coast, there's an outdoor cinema on the beach. Now we're it, talking. Bro, now we're talking. It's next level. You, know, you sit outside, <laughs> you can order your food and beverages. Although whenever there's a, a really important silent part in the movie that's like trying to build, you know, the tension, you can just hear the waves crashing yes. in the background. <laughs> uh, like, well, you know, so it slightly nice, gives though. a relaxing edge to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, okay, so there we go. So Dallas and the team, we know you're listening. We know you're listening. We know you're big fans of the podcast now. Um, we, we really want you to consider bringing it to Australia. And if there's any any way that these two bullheads here who are doing the podcast and make that happen, we'll, we'll, we'll get out there and chuck and jive for you however we can. Um, there's, a, there's a lot more news that I'd love to get across, but I think we're going to have to wait till next time to get into it. In light of the, uh, the, the Christmas special that is going going to happen with all these Christian musicians. Last week, we mentioned for King & Country are going to be playing for it. Someone else who's going to be playing is Jordan Feliz. Jordan Feliz, uh, a, a wonderful Christian singer, and he has just got a brand new song out at the moment that I think is absolutely killer. It's a song called, and this is great, great for this podcast, Jesus is Coming Back, features Mandisa and Jonathan Trailer singing back up with him. It's a great song, so let's have a listen to it now on the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. We'll be right back on the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. And you're back on the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. DJ and good old Daddy Prophet in the house. Oh, yes. Daddy Prophet playing Daddy Daycare. Oh, big time. I'm like, if, if, if we can get away with this not having some sort of like kids show background sound and, and tod- <laughs> toddler coughing... Um. <laughs> uh, we love it. Yeah. We love it. We love. We love the fact that you're playing Daddy Daycare there. Now let's let's get. We're keeping it real. We're keeping it real. We're keeping it real. Now we're talking about the episode called Shabbat. This is episode two of season one, and uh, you noticed uh, you noted something straight from the beginning when you when uh, when we were setting up for the show today, Prof. You mentioned that it's shorter. Yes. And, Twenty you know, minutes shorter. Yeah, yeah, quite a, quite a, yeah, quite a bit. The first Nearly, episode yeah. is about fifty-five minutes. This episode's about thirty-nine minutes. So I like mm. the fact that th- this is an independent show and it's not stuck into a formula of having to be the exact same length every week. They can be as long as short as they want. Yeah, I dig it. All right, so this originally came out 19th of April, twenty nineteen, like the first, uh, a lot of the f- first episodes of season one. 
And so we'll, we open up, and, and I'll try to fly through. I don't want to spend too long as we find our way on this show. I don't want to spend too too long, uh, you know, talking about all things, every scene of the show. I sort of want to fly through a bit of the storyline to remind people what the show's about, and then we can comment on the things that we, we think is really important. But before we get into it, I thought it'd be interesting to take a note, uh, you know, that You've mentioned before, Ev, that you were really looking forward to, like the you know historical context, and you know them being able to tell the story around the Bible. It's interesting that in episode two they did they decided to dedicate an entire episode to Shabbat, to this Jewish, yeah. you know, this weekly Jewish, you know, time part of their calendar. How did you feel about that? I I turned it on. The first scene, it's boom. We've got. I think it was like uh, I, I don't remember the numbers, but it was like nine sixty four BC, so, somewhere like that, very, like way back nine forty eight. Pretty pretty close nine forty eight. Nine forty eight. Okay, and they're you know they, they've set the scene, and then it cuts forward, and there's kind of current time where we where we left off, yes. setting up for for Shabbat as well. And I didn't actually see the title. I didn't know it was actually called Shabbat, but that was when I I turned a hand on. I was like, oh, this is. You know, we had the the introduction of some characters last week, and then the big boom at the end. <laughs> I was like, I think we've got an episode or two where it's going to set up some plotline stuff Ooh. without us really, really knowing. It's like you know, it's going to be those episodes where a lot happens, but nothing happens, kind of at the same time. <laughs> but it's like setting up that this is this is going to be so important yep. for some stuff coming up. I love it. Um, but, yeah, and then as it went on, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just dedicated to the importance of, of Sabbath, of Shabbat, to all the different layers of the Jewish people. Exactly, awesome. exactly. And they do and they do a really go, good job of showing that as we as we, we, we'll get into it. So for those who are listening who for some reason might be listening without actually watching the show and maybe have no idea what we're talking about when we say Shabbat, it's basically Saturday. It's the Jewish day of rest. It's, you know, according to the book of Genesis, as, as it outlines in the show, that, you know, it, the, the story of creation in, in Genesis is that God created the world in six days and on the seventh day Saturday he rested and so uh, that is still practiced by Jews around the world today in all different cultures that are from you know Friday night sundown until Saturday night sundown that day of the sun going down and the sun going down is a day of rest where you're not supposed to work you're supposed to be celebrating uh, a special family dinner together and spending time like that and depending on how observant the Jew is is how you know how much ritual goes into it so that's a bit of a you know there's a little bit of a historical explanation there to get into it. Now let's actually get into the episode. So as you, as you noted, uh, we go from a thousand years before Christ, basically, to the you know where we left off, the city of Capernaum in 26 AD, and we're back now. We knew her last episode as Lilith. She's now Mary, um, and we we drop in, which I thought was really really funny. Uh, watching it again this time, we basically drop into a hairdresser's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hey, it doesn't matter what point in history they, they're just hanging out at the hairdresser, you know, yeah. having a good old chat about life. I was I was almost expecting I almost expected like you know in the Flintstones where the Flintstones would have all the same technology that we have as modern people, but it'd be like animals and birds and rocks. I was almost waiting for one of those like big hair dryers that go down over ladies' heads, but to be made out of like a clay pot. <laughs> <laughs> with something like that going on. Anyway, that's my. But that, that's why I'm not making the chosen. A, ter- a pterodactyl is, is snipping the fringe. Is that? <laughs> yeah, that's why we're oh. not making the chosen, buddy. Anyway, to cut to the story, um, the the point is, Mary is now, um, you know, enjoying life with her with her uh, women friends. Uh, you know, in the hairdresser, she's helping out where she can, and she goes out um, into the you know the public area, and a Pharisee. She doesn't see, but a Pharisee sees her, recognizes her as Lilith, who is who is now healed, and uh, you know she, he does a bit of a double take. Meanwhile, we see that uh, where we left off last week with Matthew, the tax collector. And uh, Gaius, his uh, his uh, Roman, um, you know, uh, master, of, you know, as it were, his Roman protector, they have gone to Quintus. They've gone to Quintus. Now, um, again, a little bit of history here. They throw around the word uh, uh, preta, you know, a lot. You know, oh, you're the preta Quintus and stuff like that. Now, I don't know how much of a nerd you are with history. 
did you get what they were you know, like? You know, do you get all the definitions and stuff? They're also calling him Dominus all the time. Dominus, this. That's, Dominus. that's what I picked up on when you kept calling him uh, yeah. Dominus, because Dominus and Domina. Yeah. You know, in in that culture, that's that's what the, a slave would call their master in that's in the Roman world. Very good, very and good. And I'm like, man, this this Jewish guy who's working for him, he's he's referring to him as the way someone would refer to their master as a slave. I was like, this relationship dynamic is super weird. Yeah. And everyone hates him on all sides as well. He's just not got the happiest life, but he just doesn't realize it. Yeah. Well, this, just, the, yeah this is great. We're, we're, so as as they're expanding Matthew's character, Matthew the tax collector's character, in front of Quintus, and he doesn't know when to shut up, you know, type of thing, what are you? What are you? Ta- what are you taking out of that? As your first time viewing here, Ev, are you, what are you pulling out of that? What are you like? Are, are you diagnosing Matthew with anything? I'm, so I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, this is you know, he was one of the people that I was very surprised with the way that they portrayed his character, because I always pictured him as as you know to be in that role to be really sleazy and and like a corrupt kind of person, like, you know, everyone hating him. But in this, it's like, well, actually, you know, for him to be able to take note and do his job well, he's got to be super brainy with names, numbers, places, and, you know, to be someone who's who's a little off on all sides of the social side. They they painted a picture of him as someone who's who's probably gone under the radar as, as you know, having some sort of Asperger's or, or autism traits Definitely. Uh, about him. And when he's just total overshare and he's like, <laughs> you know, his Roman guard babysitter is like nudging him like, dude, you're going to get yourself killed. And he just, he's just so brutally honest. He's yep. subtle as a sledgehammer. I'm like, and I, and I love the fact that Quintus, who is the um, praetor or praetor, however you want to pronounce it, it's pronounced it different, different ways. Uh, Quintus, the, the ruler there, and that basically means that he's, he's uh, you know, commander of an army and an elected magistrate. It's like a combination of two different things. So he's basically the governor, the boss guy of that region of Judea there. And uh, while he's there and they're talking, I love the fact that you get that Quintus understands straight away, okay, you're peculiar. And I can use you. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. There's, you, there's something about your mind that I think will put you in favor. Uh, I forget how he worded it, but I was like, yeah, he's. Yeah. Now, um, we're paid off. <laughs> now, meanwhile, we go back to uh, our favorite pub. Uh, and I forgot, I think I forgot last week. I don't know if I mentioned it's called The Hammer. We know it's called, yeah. it's referenced a few times to The Hammer. They, our favorite little pub there with Soul, uh, you know, the, the publican there. Um, we go back to The Hammer. And this time, Simon Peter and Andrew are, you know, are, are there with, with a lot of fishermen. And Simon is very jovial, putting on a show, buying drinks to all and sundry, having a lot of jokes with us. And then we get introduced very briefly, but we got to make a point of it. We get in- introduced to James and John, the other fishermen, uh, the sons of Zebedee. Uh, James, played by uh, Kane Kavalsi, barely you know they the both of them barely say a word. Uh, and John, young John, played by George Harrison Xanthus. Now we, but I take a moment to reference that George Harrison Xanthus. Aussie actor. Oof. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, as fellow Australians here, we've got to give him. We've got to get some credit where credit's due. Give the props. <laughs> so we we see that there's some turmoil there around what's going on with Andrew and Peter. We also cross over to Nicodemus. Nicodemus, uh, who is being dragged into an investigation to what happened to Mary, and we also see uh, trouble for Matthew, the tax collector, in the fact that he, if he doesn't have his Roman protectors around, he's going to get beat up and, you know, almost killed. So that covers that sort of plot point really quickly. But one I wanted to maybe make a note of and have you have you talk about it here is we finally get a moment where Nicodemus finds Mary. Right. And they have a great conversation together. Man. And it's interesting too because, like, when the first person – well, first when we see her – She's smiling, talking, eye contact, like just all the the true self is back. And then that guy's spying on her. And then, you know, we're introduced to the idea that, you know, we've, we've seen Nicodemus as teacher of teachers, but he's accountable and answering to other people too. And they start using yeah. words like, you know, we're going to do a formal, you know, investigation. We're going to do this and that. And it's like, man, the, these guys 
They're the real deal. They're not just teachers. These guys are enforcers of, of Jewish law and they're like investigating what's going on. So he's like, look, I, I want to look into this myself because he, he's a teacher of teachers. He's the one who approached her and he's like, he's, and, and he's been studying, you know, demons and exorcism. He's like, what, what happened? Why didn't it work? And then he's like, wait a minute. It worked? It did work, but there was a delay. Yes. Whatever I did, there was a delay before it worked. And he's like, I need to go talk to her. And that bit, they have this this conversation. And I love too how like there's little subtle things about introducing this enforcer vibe. Like as soon yes. as he says, I'm a Pharisee, she lifts her head covering up. Yep. And he's like, I'm not here to get you in trouble. Like, I just I need to talk to you. And they have this conversation and she said something that absolutely blew my mind. And it was another one of them little little moments where He's asking who well, if it wasn't me, who? Yes. And she starts to introduce Jesus, but in a way that doesn't really introduce Jesus. And she says, All I know is I was one way. Yeah. Now I'm completely different. And what happened in between was completely him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh <laughs> you could put that in any context. Yeah. That is yeah. a beautiful testimony to to someone's experience with encountering Jesus. Yeah, like, yeah. Man. Phenom- phenomenal phenomenal acting on both parts of them as well. Elizabeth Tabish as as playing Mary Magdalene and Eric Avari playing Nicodemus. I have to give props again, watching it again this time, noticing, uh, and, I, and I'm sure I've noticed it before, but it really hit me this way. As Nicodemus is listening to Mary tell the story about this person, he's asking all these questions. As he says goodbye to her, one solo tear runs down Nicodemus's nice. cheek. Right, and I'm like, whoa, that is that is really hot. But watching yeah. it this time, well, I think when I watched it in the past, I was thinking, gee, Nicodemus has really moved about Mary. No, w- listening to the questions and listening to Nicodemus, I think he had a tear in his eye because he's thinking, finally, the Messiah is here. There's a little hint so, that something's this, happening. These little, yeah, because he's 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 asking all these questions that is. Anathema, really. It's yes. like, man, stop doubting. You, you, you're the teacher of teachers. Stop doubting stuff. Stop doubting your position. Stop doubting this. And, oh, there was hate. But I love to, he's like, what do you mean? This guy performs miracles <laughs> but does not see yeah. the recognition. Yeah. So there's he's a, you can, doing these things. You can it's tell crazy. Nicodemus is almost playing detective here, picking up a clue of who this person is, and there's just a little bit of emotion there behind it. He's he's feeling rocked a little bit. Let's jump really quickly to a couple last scenes before we go to our break, and that is Trouble in Paradise for Simon and Eden. Uh, again, props to uh, the wonderful actors there who are playing. Uh, you know, Eden and this is Simon Peter and his wife. Uh, she's. She's asking the hard questions. She's challenging him. He's evading it like all us dodgy husbands do when we've got a harebrained scheme <laughs> to make money, dodging it and getting out of there. Then we've also got Matthew. It seems that he's he's been reminded of what he's missing as far as a family and a father. And he thinks, okay, Shabbat dinner, I might be able to go and see my family again. And he gets followed by the black dog, you know, the, you know, the black dog yeah. there, as he looks in through the window, you know, to his family. Bro. Well, I mean, we've already alluded to how awesome the the husband wife dynamic is yes. there because it it really brings a good picture to that. But watching them develop Matthew's character yeah. beyond, you know, just this this weird guy, uh, <laughs> something crazy happens in that moment, and this is a, a very pedantic OCD germaphobe guy. Yeah, he's so heartbroken in that moment to not participate in the the Sabbath feast that he sits on the dirty ground yeah. to eat his meal next to a dog. Yeah. And it's probably a street dog too. Like, yeah. you know, he's wandered from, you know, past the some of the seedy parts of town. Yeah. That's massive. That is massive. That's like go bathe for a week, wash your hands 50 <laughs> times for someone who has yeah. any sort of uh, obsessive traits. Like germaphobe. That just shows the, the, the level of, okay, this guy's, oh, he's so alienated. Yeah. Um, that he's he's willing to let go of all of the things that drive his 
you know, yeah. habits and, and ways he does stuff to just have some sort of yeah. Sabbath. You, ta- you take you take the friend you take the friend where you can find the friend, basically. Yeah. Even even in the dog. Hey, listen, I want to throw to you before we go to the break. Um, you know, I g- actually gave you some warning this time. Throw to a song for us. Who should we listen to as we go to a okay. break today? One of my all time favorite artists and lyricists is the man Braille. And since oh, yeah, Brizzy Braille, Brizzy Braille, and since we're talking about Shabbat <laughs> and Sabbath, he's got a song called Deep Rest, and I kind of like the wordplay, depressed, deep rest. And I guess for mm. a year like this, where many of us have been in lockdown or, or had a lot of time to reflect, uh, I like the idea of Sabbath being a time to rest and put the focus back on God to to bring a new sense of of perspective into our our own issues and situations and so i hope Ah. this song fits that theme and and sets us up for when we get into sabbath in the next section great great pick from native lungs his 2011 album love love braille good old mr winchester himself uh this is this is uh prophet's uh pick here deep rest by braille we'll be back with more from the unofficial chosen broadcast location for planet earth things are crazy down here it's painfully obvious that all of creation has been affected by the curse reporting live from the darkness where hope is absent sport a broken heart like the latest fashion keep swimming against the current the unofficial chosen broadcast Rest at peace when I close my eyes Beat on my chest, redeemed from the curse So I stand firm, waiting for the king to return Oh, absolutely love that So I stand firm, waiting for the king to return there That is Deep Rest by Braille the prophet's pick for the show today. It's DJ here, your host of the unofficial chosen broadcast. Joining me as always is the aforementioned prophet, otherwise known as Ev. Ev, we're, uh, we're about halfway through, maybe over halfway through of uh, episode two Shabbat of season one of The Chosen. And it is it, it's it's coming up to nighttime. The Shabbat meal, the Sabbath meal, is take is is about to happen, and we have some little moments with Nicodemus and his wife, and you know, as they're putting on a very fancy, formal, uh, you know, almost political uh, version of Shabbat, and then we have Mary getting ready to do her lowly little one in her little uh, her little place there. Um, you know, the first one that she's put on uh, for a very long time. And we're introduced to two of her friends, a uh, bit of a scoundrel. You can tell he's a scoundrel straight away. Barnaby, <laughs> uh, played fantastically by Alec Meta, And then the blind Shula, played by Anne Bayer. Any, any comments with those two visitors? I, f- I feel like you you read my notes here because I I wrote here, man. I love the the juxtaposition, like the the parallel scenes that are happening, yeah. and watching the two different classes yes. um, preparing for their Sabbath tradition. And one of them, it is it's almost like this who's who of like, you know, oh make sure you know, let's keeping up appearances, yeah. this fancy thing, and then you got this very humble, you know, yes, she's nervous. But she's excited and it's this re-entry back into the real world and back into community again where she hosts this Sabbath. But, man, I loved when (laughs) they introduced those two and I was like, oh, man, you got this this blind lady and her, like, full, you know, the funny guy, but... In a, you've all, you've got to have one inappropriate yeah. person that you're at your gathering. You exactly, know? exactly. And he he drops a killer one liner a bit later on too, which is um, which, which one is, is kind that? of cool is as that? well. Where he's like, "Oh, what something good can come out of Nazareth?" <laughs> and I was like, you know. hey, "That's where we get like, the yeah, Jesus. That's, a, that's where we get the Jesus week. Yeah. We get the Jesus week yeah. there. Like, he's, yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, also turning up to the." Um, you know, to Mary's place for Shabbat is Thaddeus and little James, who we discover are the first two disciples, first two, you know, underlings of this rabbi that, that we eventually find out is Jesus. And, the, you know, they come along here. Uh, Thaddeus played by uh, Giovanni Cairo, uh, little James played by Jordan Walker Ross. Uh, both of them, you know, uh, very, uh, very meek, you know, very student-like, very student-like. And then finally, there's another knock on the door, and it is, you know, surprise, surprise, 
It's Jesus. You see, Jesus has come to the gathering. And uh, he's, uh, you know, he invo- he's basically invited himself and two of his students to Mary's Shabbat, which uh, yeah. she's, she, you can tell she's a little bit freaked out on. Yeah. And oh, just watching, like, so much was going through my head with that because they're, like I said, the two very different styles yeah. of, of Sabbath happening. Not just the the style of of it and the you know extravagance of one and the humility of the other, but like the attitudes towards it. Yeah. Like watching Nicodemus chat to his wife, and you know she's all like, "Hey, there's only a few people coming. Um, I know they're excited, but can you keep it brief?" And he's like, yeah. "Oh, sure. I'll try not to take too much time honoring God with my traditions and heritage." Um, and even even that little <laughs> even that little note of the of the visitors who arrive, and he says, and you know the visitor says to his wife, "Make sure we get a good seat near the head of the table." You know, this yeah. jockeying of position, this political yeah. plays of who's Very who and like, sitting there. Yeah, 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 and the, the attitudes, and then you go to to Mary, and it's like she's so excited, yeah. and she's so pleased, and she's like. I'm going to fumble over words. I haven't done it in a while. And it's just this like, I'm going to do it. And the thing that just popped into my head um, watching it is just, it just reinforced to me that the the attitudes towards a habit or something God's put in place makes a difference. And when yeah. there's a tradition or a law or, or a habit that God's put in place as a discipline, either it's there to serve us in our journey or we fall into a trap where they're we're there to serve it. And unfortunately, a lot of the people that are respected and are teachers have, have fallen into this legalism where oh. they're actually serving it. It's yeah. not serving them to get the focus back on God, right to actually point. rest. Like, you know, and this thing was put in place way back because it's it's showing that, hey, even God rested after his work. And for his people coming out of slavery, you guys aren't robots. You've been treated like crazy from the Egyptians, I'm making it a law. You guys are going to rest and just take some time to reflect on who you are, whose you are, who I am and, and get with your family and, and get back to, to God. And like when the attitude shifts, the habit and discipline doesn't become something of growing. It it becomes something that we're serving it and it just strips the heart from it, man. Um, anyway, that's what was just buzzing around in my head. Oh, I love great, great point, Ev. I love, I love your takeaway there. You've reminded me of the verse that Jesus talking about Shabbat, talking about this Saturday rest, that the Saturday was created for you know for man, not man. You know, like who was created for what yeah. is a point. And I think we get a visual representation of exactly that. In one scene, Nicodemus, Nicodemus, and and his wife have the political powerful plays around a dinner table. And then the other scene, Mary has literally got the lame and the blind and the rejected coming into, you know, into her place here. So she so we also like, hey, what, what, did you guys turn up? Because no one else would have invited you. And they're like, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we also get a very important point here. And I love the way that they do it very subtly is that, um, you know, again, this is someone who, you know, if, you, if you've ever looked at history of this period of time, it's very unusual that Mary can read. Mm. And 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 our friend and our friend Barnaby makes a point, going, "Oh, look at look at you know, Mary, lucky you, isn't that good?" Because she makes a point saying, "My father taught me how to read," and that's something that again flashback to last week's episode of you know episode one, young Mary being taught to read the scriptures by her mm-hmm. father. So it's a little bit of an echo. Hey, of I, that. I named that. You know how like when we were kids, we had a troll doll. She had a scroll doll. Yeah. It had a scroll inside it with a, <laughs> with a passage. Right. I don't know how popular they were in the first century, but, mate, the scroll doll, ah. come on. Mate, I'm telling you right now, Dallas Jenkin and the crew have to get a new gift in the shop of the scroll the doll. scroll doll. You know, you've seen your troll doll. Let's get the scroll doll inside. It contains – Pick, pick uh, you your favourite passage for your scroll doll. Yeah. 
Well, I, I was thinking we could almost uh, do it even more, uh, you know, 2021. Uh, the Scroll Doll can have a USB in it, uh, which contains a few episodes of The Chase. <laughs> yeah. Or a QR code, <laughs> and it just takes you straight to the app. But, okay, well, I don't want to sidetrack too it. much, but I, I, I won't get this image out of my head until you clear it up. Are you saying you pull the head off yeah. and in the body is a yes. USB? Or are you saying yes. you pull the head off and the neck has a USB poking out, so you plug the head in? I like that. I like that second version better. And as you plug okay. it in, as you plug it in, the head, the little mouth actually moves of the head because <laughs> it's pa- it's got a slight power to power it powers up it. the eyes light up. <laughs> yeah, I like. Oh, that's better. That's better. The eyes right. light up when you plug it in. Now, Liz, to wrap to wrap this up, uh, we have a beautiful contrast of four different Sabbath meals happening at once. We have the the one where Jesus and these two disciples with Mary Magdalene and their friends are having a very humble one as Mary reads through, and then we have in a beautiful series of um, you know sort of a flashes into other people's homes. We see the Nicodemus big political one. Um, uh, you know, with all the fancy trimmings and and servants being uh, serving the meal, then we have a very another humble one. Uh, it seems to be like the middle class, you know, average man one. Uh, Andrew and Simon Peter and Simon Peter's wife Eden having it together, and then we have the lowest of the low. We have the tax collector Matthew and his black dog sharing a meal together, S- sitting on the ground. As the voiceover goes on, there, Simon Peter gets up. Kisses his wife goodbye after the prayers are done. And he says, I have to work on Shabbat. She's, no one's happy about this. Andrew, his brother, is literally like he's made out of stone. His wife, Eden, is shooting daggers out of, out of her eyes. She's brokenhearted. And the final scene of, the, of, of this episode is Simon Peter standing in the, at the water, looking out at night near his fishing boat. And then we have a whole uh, Ro- uh, you know, a team of Romans all dressed in, you know, dressed in their uh, uniforms and helmets, teaming around him. He looks at them and boom, that's the end of yeah. that episode. Game on. <laughs> so, you know, out of all of that, looking at Shabbat and the characters there, is there is there one character in particular as we're two episodes in? Ev, is there someone that you're just like, oh, this one, this one's going to be my favourite person? Are you are you feeling particularly drawn to one character or another? I'm I'm still pretty keen on on seeing how we develop Simon because at the moment he's uh, making some interesting choices, but he's you yeah. know he's he's the man. You know, when it comes to, you know, <laughs> bouncing back from, from steering off. Because he, he wasn't perfect throughout the, the gospel anyway. He kept, you know, making different choices and bouncing back and, and bouncing back in awesome ways. Like, obviously, he learns from, from yeah. stuff. So, I'm, I'm keen to see that develop. But I was really interested when they introduced the, the two disciples subtly and then introduced them that they'd already started following. They, they called him rabbi, teacher, you know. Um, yes, I was so intrigued on on getting more into that, but they just let left it hanging, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah. I want to see how yeah. they're portraying these characters too, like <laughs> on a deeper level." So at the moment, I'm still I'm still pretty keen on on seeing Simon develop, but I've I've got more of a soft spot now, for it- Matthew too. Just seeing, you know, that last episode was yes, pretty definitely, you know. Is there is there anything that you've seen so far in this, maybe even in this episode, where you're like, is there anything that's been distracting you? Anything that you're not enjoying? Any negatives to the experience so far? To be honest, if I hadn't prepared myself for these two in the way I did, I may have because it ended so powerfully in the first one with that Jesus moment. I was yes. like, man, if every yep. episode had one of those encounters, that real heart thing, oh, we'll be on a ride. Yeah. Um, but clearly seeing yeah. this one, that, that wasn't the, the case. There was some very deep heartfelt moments, but it wasn't like that punch in the gut, you know. But I'd prepared myself because I was like, okay, you know what? If the last one was to introduce it, the hook definitely goes in when, <laughs> when that moment happened. <laughs> I was like, I'm wondering yeah. if the next one, is going to be really setting the scene. And I mean, the depth of it, of that episode is going to pay off because painting a picture of how important Sabbath is, is going to come up yes. in some big ways when, when Jesus starts really getting into action. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was a little bit worried. I remember on my first time through, I was like, okay, episode one, they see they save Jesus as the uh, you know the velvet glove 
at the end of the episode and it's just going to smash me at the end of the episode. I'm like, okay, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with episode two. And after I remember watching episode two, I'm like, is this, is this what we've got now? Are they going to save... They're going to save Jesus to the end of every episode and go, surprise, they're going to try to like have Jesus jump out of somewhere at the end of every episode and go, surprise, <laughs> it's a show about me. I, I remember thinking of the first time through going, oh, no, they're not going to save Jesus again to the end. And uh, we have a little bit more filling in of his character that he's, uh, he's very human. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's very gracious. And he, he's, he's dare I say it, he's a little bit playful. He, yeah, the, the the wink at the at the Nazareth joke, which was, you know, I mean, yeah. people would jump at that. That's like, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if down your way, but up here, you know, there's certain suburbs where people would go, oh, oh old mates here from so-and-so, oh, oh, make sure you keep your purses <laughs> close by, you know what I mean? Like as a joke. And, and th- those jokes, they do sting a bit. And every now and then someone's yes. not going to laugh it off. They might actually get pretty, you know, up up about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I love too that there was the playfulness and then also too like she's, Mary's like, you should you should host this. You should do the prayers and all this stuff kind of thing. And he's like, no, no, it's, yeah. you're hosting this. You do your thing. And and he sits back and he's he's enjoying watching this woman. It's this woman he healed. Yeah. Um, pray to God, even though she's nervous and fumbling through it. And Hannah pointed out a really good thing too. She was like, imagine that this is one of the first times where God got to participate in a moment like that in human form to be able to actually sit at the table and watch one of his children humbly, you know, from the heart, pray to him. Like, Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beautiful moment. Uh, beautiful, beautiful moment. Look, we got to, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we got to get Hannah on the, on one of the episodes and, and she can give us a bit Bro, of a. she'll school us. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> of course. She'll school us. Of course she will. Okay. Let's take, let's take another break and we'll come back and we'll get into our takeaways. And I've got another weird idea I want to throw in there for, uh, for something we can do around this uh, chosen television idea. I've got another weird idea I want to throw. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back on the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. Pay it forward. Tell someone about the unofficial Chosen Broadcast today. It's the unofficial Chosen Broadcast and we're wrapping up our third episode. I'm going to get confused, tongue-tied doing this every time, Ev. Uh, we're wrapping up our, our third episode, which is all about the second episode <laughs> of The Chosen called Shabbat. I know, I know, it's ridiculous. It's Evan and it's DJ here. And uh, we're, as we wrap up the episode, um, before we get into the deep and meaningful spiritual takeaways, I've got an idea I want to throw at you, Ev. I want to, I've got an idea. In the world of television, in the world of television, uh, there's a thing called a backdoor pilot. Uh, and this is where they, on, on a, on a uh, well-loved television series, they'll introduce a character, usually for like two or three episodes, or maybe even just for one, and then they'll take that character and spin it off, do a spin-off of their own television show in that universe. Uh, the most famous one that I can think of is out of the very, um, you know, huge at the time show, Happy Days, they had a spin-off Laverne and Shirley. They introduced Laverne and Shirley in an episode and then they spun it off. And believe it or not, they even spun off Mork and Mindy out of Happy Days. Mork appeared on an episode of Happy Days and then Mork and Mindy began. <laughs> I know, sorry for the TV, TV, TV trivia. I say all of that to say, out of the two episodes that we've seen so far, is there a character or a scenario or a thing or anything like that that you think, you know what, I want to go see a television show and it can be any genre television show about that <laughs> or about that person. All right, I've got to give us give us your put your t put your television production hat on and give us your best uh, chosen spin off TV show. Pitch. Right, I'm going to pitch a couple, okay? Because I got a few that popped into my okay, head okay, let's while go. you're talking there. Now these could either go really well or it could be like when they tried to spin off Joey from <laughs> from Friends. <laughs> but, okay, Shh, don't, so don't, bear don't, with me, all right? We take. Uh, Nicodemus and his wife, right? But we make yes. his wife the main character 
and make it <laughs> and make it like a full on sitcom where the whole thing's based around her one-liners and she just busts out zingers in him all the time and then it does the close-up on her face with the awkward music and then... Wah-wah-wah-wah-wing. Anyway, that's one. <laughs> She's... She, I like... Well, her name... The character name in the show is Zahora, Zahora. Uh, played by Janice uh, Dodoris. And I can see the show just being called, you know, That's Zahora yeah, or something. That's Zahora. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> now, I had two that, that were based around Matthew, right? Okay, so... So one is, oh, one okay. is uh, things are going all good for this tax collector. He's working his way up. He's a you know, fella. And then we take him <laughs> and someone like Simon Peter, someone really rough around the edges, and do a first century odd couple. They become roommates. And oh, <laughs> and he's the pedantic clean it. one. Yes, yes. Simon's, you know, got his oh. mates from the, the, the hammer coming over for a beer and just, you know, making a mess. <laughs> and... <laughs> The odd couple. Yeah. I love it. I love it. First century odd couple. Okay, I've got. I've, here's my pitch. Here's my television pitch. It's a show called The Hammer. Oh, and I want you to think. You know, Jerusalem Cheers. I want you to think Cheers. <laughs> all right, you remember. You remember the good old Cheers. And it's Hammer. It's all about Soul and his crew at the Hammer. And uh, it's. I, I want it to be a classic American television sitcom. Like every time Soul makes an entrance, yeah. <laughs> there's a round of applause. Live studio audience. And they have to pause. They have to do that awkward pause, standing there while they're talking to each other. Wait for the audience to start clapping, and then you know, then all those type of moments like that, where you get to know all the all the funny characters that come into the hammer and get thrown out again the bouncer who's working there all that type of stuff oh man the relationship between Let's him and the bouncer and how many how many different eunuch jokes he he does in their banter <laughs> like over the seasons where but without repeating them like just subtle ways just having yes. these little as oh. as a bro having a dig at, at the at the uni. I love oh, it man. I love it. and then every now and then like every now and then like a spin-off episode you'll have one of the main characters from the tele- from the main show make an appearance like one night uh, he gets lost and he makes an, he has to go divert Quintus comes into the hammer to get a drink and it's like huge <laughs> studio applause because like here he is the you know the and it's like how does this all fit in it's gonna be wacky adventure tonight <laughs> that's uh there's my pitch now there is a reason why we're not making the chosen. I, was about to say, I, I can pitch stuff but i don't know if it's gonna work because my <laughs> other pitch was do do a cooking show with one of them and it's like look here's where here's where bagels started Okay, this is pre-New York, people. Come on. (laughs) Putting our serious hats back on, um, I really, really like this episode, and we're going to give it a score. We're going to score every episode out of 100. The idea, the premise being that every episode is like a test. Evan and I are the teachers. We've said, go make a great episode around this. Dallas and the crew have come back and delivered it, and we can mark it out of 100. You know, we're not breaking it down into, you know, giving it, it's just a rough gut feeling out of 100. What do we give it? So, Ev, give us your takeaway. Give us your score. What are you thinking about See episode one? Sorry. What are you thinking about season one, episode two, Shabbat? What, what, what's your takeaways and what do you yep. give it? So, I originally, where did I go? I was 85 last time, right? 85. Now, I'm, I haven't dropped very far. I'm going, I'm going 82. <laughs> Now, oh, so there's there's a little bit yeah, of a drop, and, and the only reason was the drop is that, like I said, had I expected one of them big heartfelt, real heavy hitters, I, I if if I was expecting that, I would have felt a bit like, yeah. oh man, I miss that, but it it still gets a high score from me because I really impressed with the setup for some big plot lines around the Sabbath. Like dedicating an episode yeah. to the importance of Sabbath is going to play off so big with some plot lines around yeah. some of the the gospel accounts of things that happen, you know. So eighty two from I, me. I, I'm going to be. I'm going to be, and I think this is going to be the pattern here. I'm going to be the harsher <laughs> one out of the two of us. <laughs> the Simon and, Cow, and, and because the 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 moment there are many moments in this episode, and it's and I and I realize it's usually around background actors or. Roman centurions where the Roman Roman centurion red capes some of them look like this they've just been folded up like they've literally just come off the laundry press and they're so stiff and new like it's there's just this little moments about the feeling of the universe that feels a little bit 
not lived in yet, right? And and I think this is a production issue that, you know, as I'm playing dumb, watching the series for the first time, I, 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 I am going to believe that they're going to get better as they go on. This still feels like they're finding their way. And this is a very much, as you've pointed out, a set up episode. Mm. So it had, don't get me wrong. Many great moments, uh, you know, and again, watching it, I've watched this episode so many times when Jesus, when he's at the door, still gets me. There's yeah. still, a, you know, a tear in the eye, still a choke in my throat when it comes up. And I'm like, all right, you've, you've Dallas, you got me again. Um, but overall, I'm going to give this one and it's still a, it's still a very generous pass, but I'm going to give it a 72%. Okay. You've, you've given it 82. I've gone a 72 just you know, last week I was eighty. This one's seventy-two. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm leaving myself room to move here. That's go. my feeling. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see episode three where that lands. But I've, I've got a feeling that by the time oh. we get to five or six or something like that, yeah. I'm going to be coming in the high nineties. I've just, I've got a feeling that once, <laughs> once the the once Jesus goes from being the cameo to yeah. <laughs> to the manie. Uh, I think yeah. there's going to be some, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of big changes in uh, in well, scores that, from. I, I reckon this might be a this might be a, a a growing segment on the show. We have to do this every week. Prediction for the next episode. Oh, oh my word! Well, I think there's I think there's a lot more setting up to do. So I'm okay. I'm not going to go in with with high expectations of the the Lily to Mary, sorry, yeah. Lily to Mary transformation kind of how how hard that hit me um yeah yes so i'm i'm preparing myself for for a bit more setup uh, a lot of okay. depth i reckon they're going to cram a lot of deep deep plotline setup stuff next episode that's what i'm okay. feeling all right this is good this is good this is going to be good this is going to be good well hopefully you're enjoying the you know the journey as much as we are Please get in contact with us on social media. Our links are out there. Links in the show notes for all of our stuff and uh, where, where you can find us online. But uh, until next week, Evan, you enjoy Season 1, Episode 3, and we'll talk about it next week. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for downloading and listening to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. Theme music from the Chosen soundtrack by Matthew S. Nelson and Dan Hasseltine. New episodes of this show are broadcast first on Fridays over on the tally.live. The podcast version then comes out the following Monday. You can subscribe for free in all good podcasting apps. This growing conversation about The Chosen is brought to you by the tally.live. The Tally is a new kind of online streaming Christian radio station. Listen and join the Tally family over at www.thetally.live. Until next time, remember, you are chosen. This was another DJP.FM production.